Welcome to Monday on the Mic, the podcast that takes hair care seriously. Each month, we'll be having in-depth conversations with hair care experts and industry insiders, covering everything from ingredient intel and FAQs to hair trends and hot tips. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Monday on the Mic. I'm Kate Lancaster. I'm a beauty and lifestyle editor and I'll also be your host for this episode where I chat to Australian model and Monday's philanthropist muse, Samantha Harris. Sam began her career as a young teen after entering the iconic girlfriend model search. She then went on to become the second Indigenous woman to ever grace the cover of Vogue Australia and has walked the runway for some of the biggest fashion designers in the country. Sam is also a passionate advocate for the Indigenous community as World Vision Australia's first female First Nations goodwill ambassador. We speak about the importance of representation in the industry, her less is more beauty philosophy, and the self-care routine she relies on in the wake of COVID-19. Sam Harris, welcome to Monday on the Mic. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So um, what have the last few months been like for you? Um, the last few months have been a little different, I'm sure, as it's been for everybody else. Um, just, yeah, just being in lockdown and, you know, as we've come, we're coming out, hopefully we stay out at this point in time. But, um, yeah, just relaxing and just, you know, watching Netflix, hanging out with my husband and, yeah, not doing too much, just relaxing and just trying not to get too overwhelmed with the situation. And I saw on Instagram that you have two cats as well. I do have two cats, yes. I'm the crazy cat lady. <laughs> have they been keeping you good yeah. company during isolation? They have been keeping me amazing company. I think they're a little sad now. Even though there's two of them, they, I, th- I think they think they're people. People don't think that's crazy, but I think they think they're humans. We, when we leave the house and come home, they act like we've been gone for like years. Like they're so excited and yeah, I think they really love the isolation. I don't think I've ever seen my dogs this happy. (laughs) (laughs) Besides uh, learning all about the intricacies of your cats, uh, what's (laughs) something else you've discovered about yourself during isolation? That's a tough one. Um, Maybe I can watch a whole Netflix series in one day. That's a talent. Which I, I normally wouldn't do. Like I'd watch a few episodes here and there, but you've got nothing else to do. What's been your faves? Um, I've been watching, I really liked, what is it? Um, is it Dead to Me? Yes. Had you watched the first season before it came out? Um, I did watch the first season. I was so excited that the second season had come out. You know how there's always with season, like series, there's always one that it just kind of drags out. It's a little bit boring. This one, you gotta wait till the end. You'll be like, oh my God, I can't believe that happened. Okay. So a bit of a slow burn. Have to check it out. Let's go back way back now. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to talk to you about what your childhood was like, what it was like growing up. Um, well, I grew up in Tweed Heads, so the border of Queensland and New South Wales, funny enough. I grew up just with my mum, my dad, my three brothers. Um, my mum actually raised my two cousins as well, so we had a really busy household and just went to school, went to the beach and, yeah, just lived a kind of normal childhood until I started modeling and then just tweaked it a little bit. It was a little bit different after that. Was your mum into, you know, things like skincare and, and um, beauty when you were growing up? She loves her makeup. So I used to watch my mum do her makeup all the time. And yeah, ever since I was really young, I really liked makeup and yeah, all things beauty. So the older I got, 
yeah, I loved it even more. She loves when, um, if I get extra skincare that I don't need or things like that. <laughs> um, yeah. What was it like being thrust into that industry at such a young age? Yeah. At 13, I was so shy and you know, I'm a 13 year old girl. I didn't say much and I was so excited to be kind of chic that I'm still with today. Yeah, it was just, it was really overwhelming, amazingly overwhelming, but um, yeah. So for many young models, obviously, like we we're just talking about before, like moving into the industry for the first time, did it change your view at all as what, you know, society deems to be beautiful or did you just have no idea? Um, I guess when I started, I kind of, I didn't have any idea. Again, being 13, I was just more excited to be in the industry. But now that I look back, um, I guess you'd kind of say the fashion industry had one kind of particular idea of what beauty was at that point in time. And when I came in, there were no other models that basically looked like me. Like it was just me. So um, the industry is definitely evolving and growing. From where we started, from where I've started to where we are now, I think we're heading in the right direction, but we could go a little bit further. Yeah, and you've spoken really openly about your experiences in the model industry with, you know, issues like racism and it it must have been something that was difficult coming into when you were young as well. How has that evolved in the way that you've handled it as you've gotten older? Um, Well, when I um, did cop racism and nasty comments, it was all on social media or or online. When I was younger, I I would cry. Like I I was so upset that these people were saying all these hurtful things to me. They don't know me. Like, I'm just like anybody else. And um, I just couldn't believe someone was actually writing that to me. Um, You know, I'd cry to my mom, I'd cry to my husband. You know, obviously they would make me feel better. But again, I was a bit younger. And you know, when you're younger, you just, I feel like you're a bit bit more softer or like, not that I don't care how people perceive me, but now I'm older, like posting negative comments and saying nasty things that says a lot more about them than it does about me. So if I get one, which I rarely do, I'm just like, just delete, just, I don't even give them the time or day because that's what they want. They want a reaction and they're not going to get one from me. Exactly. And you've broken, you know, a multitude of boundaries, Mm -hmm. you know, you became indigenous person ever to appear on the cover of Vogue Australia. How did that feel at the time? Because you were only 18, weren't you? Uh, 19, yes, but still, yeah, not much older. Um, to this day, it's still a pinch me moment. Like I, I think a, a few months prior, I think I did an editorial for Vogue and I was so excited. Um, I shot the new, the latest Mew Mew collection and I couldn't believe I was inside Vogue. Like I was just wrapped. I was so excited. And then a few months later, they were like, you're going to be on the cover. I was like, what? Like Vogue, like, you know, Vogue Australia, like it's the most prestigious fashion magazine in the country and they wanted to put little old me on the cover. Like I'm still, as I'm talking, like I'm still smiling about it. Like it's, yeah, it's a highlight. And to be the second Indigenous woman to ever be on the cover, it's, yeah, I'm really proud and honoured to be showcasing my culture to the rest of the country. Yeah, and, you know, representation is just so important um you know yeah. off the back of you going on that cover it probably launched the careers of a multitude of other indigenous models yeah I can do it too yeah I've had um young girls just well not I think girls maybe my age um write to me on social media with the cover and was like I loved looking at that cover looking at someone that looked like me like they were so proud to have be like oh I look like her you know what yeah I mean? definitely no definitely yeah. um you know on that topic of inclusivity Obviously, as we sort of mentioned before, there's still a lot more work to go in the fashion and beauty 
industries, you know, which I know is something that's really important to Monday. Um, yeah. What would you like to see from brands and publications moving forward? Again, just more inclusivity. Like I know brands, um, you know, when they're shooting their collection, um, I know they have like a, a theme in mind or kind of a kind of a style and things like that. So I guess, you know, I might not be the certain model they want, not because they don't want me, but they've got another vision, I guess you would say. But um, just, yeah, again, Australia's a very multicultural country. Um, we should be showcasing and praising, you know, how beautiful everyone is. Because I've seen, I've seen a lot of brands, um, you know, in the past few weeks posting, um, you know, about what's happening in America and what's been happening here in Australia, which is amazing, it's awesome. But I've also seen that their shoots aren't, I guess, reflecting on what they're posting, they're sharing, which is awesome. But you know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. There's just so many brands and influencers and publications yeah. who've posted the black tile and then, you know, yeah. need to um, proceed with their shoots and campaigns and everything is normal, yeah. like you mentioned. And yeah. You know, it, it would be lovely to see brands continuing to take that forward into what they're doing, like you said. Yes. Um, well, hopefully they do. Like, you know, we've just come out of isolation. So, you know, and work is just starting to kind of get back into the swing of things and that. So fingers crossed. But we'll, we'll wait and see. Yeah. And and yeah. I think, you know, like you mentioned with everything going on, I think um, people are going to be wanting to have these conversations more with the brands that they engage with. Social media makes that yeah. so much easier. So you know, hopefully it will be, you know, if, if there are brands that aren't doing it in the future, it yes. will be that people can say, hey, you know what, I feel like you're not representing me properly or you're not representing my friends properly. Yeah, everyone's talking about it. So that's great. Like that's a start. That's a good start. What's this yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you are also the first female First Nations Goodwill Ambassador for World Vision Australia which is amazing, yes. very exciting. Um, can you talk a little bit about that role and why the work that you've been doing is, is so important? Um, yeah, I, again, I was very excited to be, um, for World Vision to even approach me to be a Goodwill ambassador. You know, they've got like Hugh Jackman and like amazing, amazing celebrities. I was just, I was so excited and um, I never knew World Vision went to remote Indigenous communities. Like I had no idea. Obviously, what they do overseas is spectacular and they do amazing work. But to know that they're helping Indigenous people in our own country, I, I couldn't believe it. I was so excited. And I actually, I went to the Kimberleys last year, I think July. I got to bring my mum, which is pretty exciting. But uh, my mum's never been to WA. I, I had to, love her, but I had to lie to her because she doesn't like flying. So it was a you know five six hour plane trip. So I had to tell it was four hours because she did oh, not no. want to get on the plane because she just hates flying. But um yeah we flew I, we flew to Broome and then um drove kind of well I say inland but I don't know what direction but we went really remote um to these communities and just to see what World Vision does they don't go in there and say you need this 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 and this they go in there and they say how can we help you you know just continue what you're doing continue living the lives you guys are living. And they're really passionate about focusing on like early childhood development. So just something as simple as a little play group, you know, the little ki the kids are there, the mums run it, but they also, um, they get the mum trained in like do courses and things like that. So when they do the play groups, it's, you know, it's like a play group here in the city. 
and things like that. Just again, starting from the start, like from you know the youngest generation to continue on, just it's basic things that we all take for granted being in the city. But, um, you know, these kids, they don't have the same opportunities because they are so remote and World Vision's just giving them the resources they need to um, just give their child a, as normal as a life as they can, which is really amazing. Yeah, and the point that you mentioned there about, you know, World Vision going into these communities and not trying to change the way that things are done, no. I imagine is something that's really important and appreciated by those communities. Yeah, or the, you should see... The kids, they're so excited when the World Vision team, like they love them and well, there's only obviously the one school, so it goes from like primary school to high school in the one school. And the, these kids, they're just so happy and like where they live, it's, you know, it's not massive, but every every house that's there, they're all, rela- like they're all family. They look after one another and yeah, which I think a lot of people being in the city take for granted and yeah, they're just, they're just happy. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. sure very exciting. Um, you have such a spirit of, you know, giving back, philanthropist muse. Um, where, where, did you did you always have that feeling growing up that that was something that you wanted to do or was that something that sort of developed over time as you got older? I think I was caring when I was younger. I don't remember. But, um, <laughs> but as I got older and um, my career developed more, my mum would always say, don't forget where you came from. So I grew up and, you know, I didn't grow up in the wealthiest family and things like that. I had to work really hard. You know, my mum persisted with me to get into modelling because it's something I really wanted to do. So I love being able to just help other people. If I can make someone feel good, it's it just a feeling you can't describe. At the moment, I'm actually helping a few girls um, out for a charity. They're taking um, little parcels to remote Indigenous communities in the Northern Territory. And it's just the basic, um, actually, Monday hair care. I've got, I've got six boxes of shampoo and conditioner in my car for these girls to come pick up. But um, I love giving back to people. And um, these women, they're so remote. There's, with COVID, they can't get their general basic things. And, yeah, if I can help and just make their days a little bit, bit better, you know, I, I love it. We've done our research and developed a product that your hair will love without any of the nasties. Monday Hair Care uses a high percentage of quality natural extracts and naturally derived ingredients in our formulas. We combine them with engineered ingredients so you get a high performance product without compromising on quality or hurting your wallet. The cherry on top, Monday Hair Care is also proudly SLS, paraben and cruelty free. You know, you've great cover of so many huge magazines now um you've walked the runway some amazing designers which means that you've worked with the best when it comes to hair and makeup um amazing hairstylists amazing makeup artists are there any tips and tricks that you've picked up that have really stayed with you um tips and tricks i guess with makeup wise less is more well for me personally um I just, I do the similar, like I do this kind of makeup, well, this kind of makeup every single day if I'm like, not if I'm in, at home, um, but just, I like natural kind of makeup. So you, people can still see what you look like. So um, the makeup looks that I've learned is just, you know, nice bronzy glowy looks. Um, I just watch the makeup artists, you know, I've had it done that many times. I'm, I'm a fan of using a bronzer on my cheek and on my eye. I'm really lazy. <laughs> I know, same. So am I. And I literally do that every day. I don't know. There's something about putting it here and also putting it in the eye that just makes you look really healthy yeah natural glow 
And what about when it comes to your skin? Because you have amazing skin, um, beautiful, beautiful skin. How do you look after it? Um, I've actually become the newest or the new ambassador for a skincare brand called Biology. And it's a serum-based skincare. Have you heard of them? I have. I actually went to Byron with Biology in February, right before COVID. Did you, Did you go to their farms? Yeah, I went to the farms. Oh, amazing. I went and um, visited, um, yeah, everywhere where they have their warehouse and, and how they make it. And I went yeah. to some of the ingredients because they're all, you know, real ingredients. Native, yeah, like native plants, like kakadu plum and finger lime, which is amazing. But, um, yeah, so I've been using them. And before I was their ambassador, I was actually using their skincare because I generally really loved it. So I was very excited when they brought me on board. So Yeah, and one of the things I really like about the biology regime is that it's very minimal. Yes. Like they've got a wide range of serums, but you, you don't need all of them. What, which ones do you use specifically on your skin? Do you do the cleanser and then? Yeah, I use the cleanser. Um, and the serum I'm using, it's the luminosity one. So I, I did use the radiance day and night. So I've run out of that. So I'm using the luminosity and their eye serum at the moment, which is great. My husband loves it, but it just means it goes twice as quick. So even he's loving biology as well. <laughs> what are some things that you do to relax and just, you know, try to take care of yourself? Um, relaxing, just, you know, just hang around home, like, and take like things that I do to take care of myself. I, um, I have a collagen powder every day. I've got the More Life Collagen, which I haven't used yet because I'm already using one. It's a brand called Imbibe. It's like marine collagen. So I pop it in my coffee or like my smoothie. You know, not that I think it's going to make me look 10 years younger, but it's good for your skin, your nails, your hair, like all your overall well-being, which I really like. I'm trying to think what else. I take a grease powder. I think that's it. Just, just those two. And talking about hair care, obviously, um, what yes. your current hair routine like? People, again, people are probably going to think this is really gross, but if I don't have to wash my hair like on a regular basis, I try not to to keep, you know, they say keep the natural oils and things like that. Totally. It's really gross. No, it's not gross. But like, or maybe we're both gross. I do it like once or twice a week. Um, I use the Monday Hair Care, the smooth one. Yeah, my hair's not frizzy, but... Um, it's wavy, so if you know, don't use a smoothie, it just gets that little, just a little bit puffy, and it's like, mm, that's not cute. No one needs to see that, but yeah, but um, yeah, and I, I love that it's paraben free and just a nice shampoo, where you know some shampoos have so much sulfate and not good for you. So again, minimal. Um, and what about do you have your hair coloured, and where do you normally go? Um, yeah, well, I have like we can't really, I have like natural highlights through my hair. I, my hair's just my hair's so dark you can't do too much to it but um I go to a salon in the northern beaches um in Warringah Mall I'm not sure if anyone knows that um but it's called Robertson Kirkwood and they've been doing my hair for years for a really long time like I've been blonde with them and just yeah yes they're I, amazing I remember when you were blonde um yeah you yeah. have had a hair journey for sure yeah it was just too again too high maintenance and I needed my hair to be healthy again. Yeah. Some dark brown it is with a few highlights. (laughs) Monday loves lush locks and the environment. We believe you shouldn't have to choose between caring for your hair or caring for the planet. Our signature pink bottles are 100% recyclable and made with recycled plastic. Plus, we've printed straight on them to skip the sticky labels. 
Right now, our team is busy working behind the scenes on a refillable pouch, so you can stock up on your favorite Monday products while cutting down on your recycle waste. Do your hair and the planet a favor and shop Monday at Coles. You're obviously so busy. Like, I mean, at the moment, everybody's kind of on pause a little bit. I mean, have you still been working? Have you? Um, yeah, no, I've been really busy. Obviously, now that everyone can, you know, you can work again. So I hope, you know, um, it's not like three months ago I was really busy. But um, now that we can work, um, I've been really busy just doing all different things. I shot with um, a teeth whitening company and, you know, I've got a few more shoots coming up. I went to Byron Bay for biology. I've been really busy. It's been great. I've been really loving it because, you know, I wasn't, I I did nothing for three months. I think my first full week of working like I come into the agency and I was like, I'm really tired. I'm like, why? Why are you tired? I'm like, I've worked a full week and they're like, oh, my God. Everybody's out of routine. So yes, exactly. it's quite hard when it comes to that kind of thing. Um, and what about your, like, fitness and, and um, you know, working out and stuff like that? Do you work out regularly? Was it something that you sort of continued to do during isolation or did you just, you know, do what I did and not do anything? <laughs> I, well, I was really motivated at the start and I'm like, look, you can't do anything really. Like obviously the gyms are closed. Just tra- We're training the park, which was awesome. It was beautiful sunshine. But by the end, you're like the motivation had just kind of gone and I don't want to train in, t- in a park anymore. It's boring. <laughs> It's boring. I agree. Did you always um, work out growing up or is it something that you sort of started doing when you got into modeling? Um, Yeah, I I did sports when I was younger. I wasn't very good though. But my brothers were really good at sports and athletics. And when I went to primary school, everyone thought I would be really good because my brothers were. And I'm really tall and I just just couldn't do it. Even when I got into modeling, that's when I met, well, maybe a few years later, I met my partner that is now my husband, but he's really into fitness too. So at the start, I wasn't too keen. I was like, oh, you know, not my thing. Didn't like it. Whinged, complained. You know, I have my days where I can't be bothered, but it's just people meditate, but exercise, if you just, that's my kind of meditation. Like I like, I do like high intensity exercising. Like that's me kind of meditating. It's a little bit weird. That's a thing for sure. Yeah. And the, the older you get, like I just, you know, you only have, this sounds really corny and cliche, but you, you've got to look after your body. Like you've only got one. I, I feel like you start to realize as you get older as well, you get like little like niggles and creaks and damn, I really need to take care of it. Like I can't just be treating it like garbage. And finally, what makes you feel your most beautiful? When do I feel my most beautiful? Um, I guess when I'm just around my family, my part, like just being me and being my silly self and just, yeah, no, no makeup, not hair done. You know, it could it be easy to say, oh, you know, I feel beautiful and I'm on a shoot and, you know, it's lovely, but I love just coming home, taking my makeup off and just relaxing and just being Samantha. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Sam. And I can't wait to see more of what you've got coming up. Not a problem. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for Monday on the Mic. Proudly brought to you by Monday Hair Care. We'd love to hear from you. Slide into our DMs with any questions you'd like to hear answered in the next episode. And if you liked what you heard, don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. 